Hello and welcome to the Dynamite Podcast. My name is Joe Rybant, and each and every week we'll be here talking about the week ahead, the week that was, and much, much more. We're back from pounding the carpeted pavement at Wizard World Philadelphia, where we had a great time hanging with old friends and meeting new ones. A bunch of current and upcoming Dynamite creators were on hand, and it was a great kickoff to the summer convention season. Next stop, Chicago and San Diego. Meanwhile, back in the office, the Dynamite team is hard at work preparing the second printing of The Boys Number 7 and The Boys Trade Paperback. The Boys Number 7 is officially sold out, more details on that in a minute, and the trade is selling so fast, we're going back to press to make sure we have enough copies on hand for the rest of 2007, at the very least. In regards to these titles or any of our other books, be sure to head on over to the Dynamite message boards and let us know what you think and interact with other Dynamite fans. Now, books in stores this week, June 23rd, 2007. First up, Savage Tales number 2, with, of course, stories and art by various. Dynamite continues its all-new series featuring the most savage stories that comic creators have ever told. Issue number 2 features the conclusion of a special Red Sonja story from Ron Mars and Adriano Batista, as well as featuring Battle for Atlantis Part 2 from Leia Moore, John Repion, and Pablo Marcos. The Hunter Part 2 from the pages of Red Sonja, of course, from writers Luke Lieberman and Michael Avon Oming with artist Kevin Sharp. The Elder Things That Fell to Earth by Mike Raked and artist Pere Perez. Covers, of course, on this issue from Arthur Sudam, Richard Eisenhoff, and Stefan Sedgik. Also, ask your local retailer about the Virgin and Negative Art Sudam incentive covers. I got actually to uh, talk to a couple of our Savage Tales creators. Ron Mars, of course, was at the Philadelphia show, and Mike Raked was also at the Philadelphia show. We talked about doing some more projects with both of them, and you'll hear more about those in the weeks to come. The next issue of Savage Tales concludes the three stories, The Hunter, The Elder Things, and Battle for Atlantis, and introduces a new done-in-one Sonya short, this time featuring writer Chris Gage and art by Joyce Chin. Look for that issue in two months. Next up, Highlander number 8 by Brandon Jerwa, with art by Fabio Laguna. Things heat up as the dark quickening has consumed Connor McCloud's very being, and the immortal wages war with his very kin, Duncan McCloud. Will the one cousin be able to prevent the other from taking his very head? Look for the special covers this month from Michael Avon Oming, Pat Lee, Dave Dorman, and David Michael Beck. Also, ask your local retailer about the black and white David Michael Beck sketch cover. Highlander number 9 is coming up fast and concludes this story arc with the countdown to issue number 12 kicking off in Highlander number 10, which will feature classic Battlestar artist Carlos Rafael stepping in for artist Fabio Laguna as we plan a new project with Fabio Laguna. And finally this week, Witchblade Shades of Grey number 2, of course by writers Lea Moore and John Rebion with art by Steven Segovia. As the murders across the city continue, Sarah learns more of Grey's past and her own connection to him through the Witchblade. Plus, the real villain of the ages is revealed as Sarah's partner Alice encounters the Count. But what sinister connection does he have to the mysterious Dorian Grey? Featuring a story that spans the ages, Witchblade Shades of Grey also features the debut of Steven Segovia, of course, and an all-star roster of cover artists, including Ebass, Adriano Batista, and Steven Segovia himself. Ask your local retailer about the Ebass black and white incentive cover. Uh, as reported on the Dynamite message boards and in this very podcast, issues 3 and 4 are being resolicited, so look for them in the next previews. Our next Top Cow crossover will feature our own Daughter of the Dragon, Ava, and Top Cow's Darkness, written again by John uh, Repion and Leia Moore, with art by Edgar Salazar. 
Next week, June 27, 2007, look for The Boys number 8 and Red Sonia 23. New feature for the podcast, something we also put into our weekly emailer. If you haven't subscribed to our weekly emailer, you should go check it out at the dynamiteentertainment.com website. We send out something every week, which is similar in form to this podcast. Of course, you have to read it yourself. Uh, This week, a new feature, Ask Dynamite. Each week, or as available, we'll pull a letter and answer it here, and and our uh, companion emailer, of course. Send all letters to letters at dynamiteentertainment.com, and please mark them OK to print, or in this case, OK to read aloud. Here we go. To the fine folks at Dynamite Entertainment. It's been so long since I wrote to a comic that I can't remember the last time I did, but I loved Battlestar Galactica Silent Apocalypse so much I just had to write. Cylon Apocalypse was everything I'd always hoped for from a Galactica comic. This is what classic Galactica comic should be. The characterization was perfect. All my old favorites truly felt like themselves for the first time in any BSG comic I've ever read. The story was gripping and felt like what a modern-made episode of the classic Galactica would be like. Faithful to the spirit of the original show, but moving forward. The art was beautiful. I could always tell who was who, and the new designs fit right in. And the setting was perfect. He goes on and on, but what he says is, Thanks for giving me the best Battlestar Galactica comic I've ever read. Thank you for making me feel like I actually had the original back again. I'm going to probably mispronounce the name here, but it's Fur Goodno from Greensburg, PA. And, uh, of course, thanks for writing, Fur. We're glad you liked the book. We loved working with Hobby and hope to announce a new project with the writer-producer soon. Also, keep your eyes peeled to uh, this space, of course, uh, the podcast, and the Dynamite Entertainment website for more word on the continuing adventures of the classic Battlestar crew. Now a few roundups of some Dynamite in the news uh, from our friends at ICV2 and Diamond Comic Distribution. The Boys Trade hit number 10 uh, in the top 100 graphic novels for May 2007. We would have actually been higher on that list, but we shipped at the very, very end of the month, actually early, uh, and the reorders, of course, pushed that into the next month, June. So you're going to see this book on the list for quite some time based on the reorder activity, but um, if we put it all together, probably would have been higher than number 10. Very happy as it is, though. Uh, response has been fantastic to the boys' trade. As I mentioned, we are going back to press on that trade. We do have stock currently flowing in and out uh, to our distributor to make it to comic shops. If your local comic shop says they're out, tell them to persevere, keep that back order open, and their order should be filled shortly couple of other notes from the charts. Uh, Marvel Zombies Army of Darkness number 3 hit number 32 for May 2007. And The Boys number 7 hit number 77. And again, The Boys is one of those books also that shipped at the end of the month, so with the reader activity on that particular issue, would have actually probably climbed a little higher, probably see it on the charts there in June as well. For all the details on the charts, you can check out the articles at uh, newsarama.com and icv2.com. Now for some reviews, uh, Ain't It Cool.com, of course, Ain't It Cool News, took a look at a couple of our books. They took a look at The Boys number 7, saying, quote, This issue is what I would like to see more of, actually. Have your in-jokes, be a little raunchy, take your shots at those sacred cows, but establish those relationships, too. I like how brotherly Huey and Butch are becoming and want more, end quote. They also took a look at Raise the Dead number three, saying, quote, Walking Dead is still a quality read about the emotional toll a zombie apocalypse has on the human spirit. But this is a zombie book that doesn't forget to put the bite into its story, end quote. 
SilverBulletComicBooks.com took a look at the Lone Ranger number one, going back into the vault for that one, saying, quote, final word, Lone Ranger number one took me by surprise, and I will stick to it. Better late than never. They also took a look at Lone Ranger number five, saying, quote, besides constructing a good story with meaningful dialogue, Matthews knows when to let his story breathe. At these moments, artist Sergio Cariello takes over the stage. His art is detailed and full of emotion. About Lone Ranger number six, the same reviewer at SilverBulletComicBooks.com said, quote, There can be no other conclusion than this. The Lone Ranger deserves a healthy long run. End quote. We couldn't agree more. The Best Shots crew also stepped back into the time machine and took a look at Borderline Volume 1. Of course, we are also currently preparing Borderline Volume 2. Look for that shortly. But the Best Shots crew of Borderline Number 1, Volume 1, said, quote, Carlos Trio and Eduardo Rizzo's post-apocalyptic sci-fi ride has plenty of humanity with intriguing flashbacks to the past lives of its protagonists and their life together, and a terrific assemblage of motley supporting characters. Riso really shines when designing the mutated freaks who populate this scarred world, and his cartoony, high-contrast style provides many dramatic shots and lighting to make the scenes hit home. It has violence, sex, and mysteries aplenty. If any of this sounds like your thing, you'll dig it a lot. Trust me. Trust him. Trust us. Borderline is fantastic. Before we go, let's do a Dynamite Tease of the Week. The Big Boss is up in New York City this week for the licensing show, where Dynamite will be making deals that are sure to astound, thrill, and amaze. One meeting also concerns a few more character crossovers, so we'll see what comes of that. Our big project with one of the biggest names in comics is moving ahead, and word was dropped on a few of the details to our friends at Wizard over the PhillyCon weekend. Look for more words soon, and keep listening as details unfold. Oh, and I may be going ghost hunting this weekend with Taps. More on that if it happens. And that'll do it for this week. As always, thanks for listening. And as always, email us and let us know what you think. We may just send you something for your thoughts. We can be reached online at dynamiteentertainment.com, and I can be reached at submissions at dynamiteentertainment.com or letters at dynamiteentertainment.com. To find a comic shop near you, visit csls.diamondcomics.com or call one 888 comic book.